0: Hello and welcome back to Dial H for Hero Clix. I am your host, sort of, but not really, Calderness. This is episode 239. Let's go. A reminder, Dial H for HeroClicks. is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com, where you can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClick singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Joining me in the studio today, we have listener guest, Eric Cave. Say hello, Eric. Konnichiwa. Yoroshiku onegai shimasu. And for those of you that understand that, fantastic. <laughs> Next up, we have another listener guest, first time on the podcast, from clicks off fame i said yeah i said that right daniel powell ladies and gentlemen hey everybody good evening so like every week we're going to start off with what made us happy this week uh, a little while ago hulu added all the rest of the seasons of letter kenny to hulu that's what made me happy i love letter kenny they are hicks they come from kind of the same background i sort of do and i i love that kind of humor uh if you are not kind of a swearing person probably don't watch it but if you're fine with a little little foul mouth here and there it is it's hilarious the quick-wittedness of it is awesome and that's just what i've been binging all week uh Uh, eric
1: that's the this is the first i've ever heard of it can you give a quick summary on it for me beyond that they're hicks
0: so it it follows basically three groups of people it follows two hockey players and their kind of whereabouts in the small town of five thousand of Letterkenny. then it follows the hicks which is like one guy and his sister who run a farm, like a produce stand, and then like another guy who I think's a ranch hand, and then Daryl, who is like for sure part of a dairy farm because he has a dairy farm like uniform and like a little patch, little, you know, cow patch uh, on his, uh, I want to call it, a, I don't want to call it a romper, like a jump, jumpsuit. And then it follows, like, goth kids. This is, like, the one that really gets me because, like, in no small town, in South Dakota anyways, uh, I've never had, like, a group of, like, goth kids. But it follows all three of them, and normally there's an interwoven, like, story that goes and connects all three people. Like, goth kids might be, like, selling meth. I've never had a meth town, by the way. I'm just saying. But they might sell meth, and then it might affect the hicks because <laughs> somebody's like i don't know high and wants to buy all of their some kind of weird produce or whatever and it's funny how it all interacts they also have a reservation which is awesome for me because i live on a reservation technically um like 15 miles away anyways like it works so perfectly for like kind of the way my life is it's hilarious so there's the reservation there is like it follows the pasture like sort of not as much as the hockey players the golf kids and then like the hicks but it's really awesome to like have the Hicks make fun of the golf kids or make fun of the hockey players. They roast people constantly. They argue about how to cook steaks, stuff like that. I, I love it.
2: I'm going to need you to dial it back about 10% there, Squirrely Dane. That's <laughs> it.
0: You got it.
1: Sounds uh, like kind of salt-of-the-earth stuff. That sounds like my kind of thing. If, uh, if I wasn't trying to keep a lot of my entertainment to Japanese, then I would be uh, – I'd look into that.
0: Well, this is, uh, this is some good old Canadian entertainment for you guys out there. So that that floats your boat. Definitely check it out. Eric, you should definitely check it out. Love that Dan knows what I'm talking about. Uh, so anything else made you guys happy this week? That's just me. That was totally going to be mine. Um, we, <laughs> oh, nice. We we had actually ordered season three
2: on DVD and, and four, and uh, we'd made it through three on DVD and, uh, we had started getting ready to start on four and they're like, oh, we're going to drop four and five and six at some other point. And then like they dropped three, four, five, six all at once. So we've been binging as much as possible through four. Um, so that's, that's been pretty awesome. That's
1: awesome. I wonder if that's their intent. Like for, I don't know exactly how all those streaming services work, but because they dropped three seasons at once, that they're probably trying to get people to binge for whatever reason.
2: You know, I, yeah, I, so, I think so.
1: Possible.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's awesome. The show just goes so quick. I, I love me
0: some Letterkenny. Absolutely, uh, Eric, you want to hit us?
1: Well, for me, it's kind of bittersweet. <laughs> but what made me happy was uh, for over for Christmas time, I got a Nintendo Switch and Smash Brothers Ultimate. Jealous. And so I've been, unfortunately, spending basically all of my free time on that. And just this last week, I managed to 100% clear the Adventure Mode on that. All challenges beaten, everyone unlocked, all the bosses done. It was rough. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I still need to do some of the like big mural challenges before I go on to the New Game Plus. But it's bittersweet because I've been trying to learn Japanese and that has just killed all of my learning motivation because I've been playing Smash. So I've forgotten almost everything I had, and i got to get back into that.
0: Oh, man. Studies are important, but Smash Bros. is super fun and awesome. And, like, it only starts with seven characters, so the fact that you unlocked them all so like quickly, kind of after it's been released, I am impressed by them, my man. And pff, completing stuff, too.
1: Yeah, I'm, I am a bit of a completionist. Unlocking the characters for general gameplay... Was not that hard because I, I managed to accomplish that in basically the span of one day. Oh, nice. With their spirit board, where it's basically a lot of random ish challenges, and they're very quick, so you can just rapid fire all of them out, and the uh, new character challenges will come up pretty quickly.
0: Fantastic. Well, this is a Heroclix podcast, after all, so let's get sort of talking about Heroclix in the form of an interview uh, with Dan Powell. So really quick, I'll just start it off. Uh, how did you get into Heroclix? Uh,
2: so I'm um, a huge Iron Man collector, uh, action figures and memorabilia and all that kind of cool stuff. Um, so we would go around to different um, uh, collectible shops and that sort of thing. Um, this was in starting in really 2014 is when I started noticing Heroclix. Um and my wife, <clears throat> she actually said, hey, you know, uh, look at these little Iron Man figures. Uh, and I was like, no, honey, that's a game. Uh, once you start getting those little things, you've got to get all the little things, and then you get yep. hooked playing on it. And uh, almost five years late, five years and two world championships later, I think I'm pretty much hooked. So Nice. Um, pretty uh so, yeah, summer summer 2014, uh, we had taken a trip out to uh, Seattle, Washington from uh, where we're at in Indiana and uh, had a bunch of game shops out there, like, just throw a bunch of, like, LEs and stuff at me. I had no idea what I was getting, um, but uh, my, uh, my first uh, set release was Guardians of the Galaxy, and um, my first kind of big sealed event I ever did was Flash.
1: Um, All right. Awesome. That nice. wasn't that long ago. That's yeah,
2: yeah, it's it's been four over four years already. Um, it'll be its fifth year. Um, and I still remember listening to uh, the uh, the other guys here on Dial H uh, when they did their sealed primer.
0: Oh, awesome! And,
2: uh, I took a bunch of notes uh, uh, back in the day there and uh, actually went and won the uh, sealed event. Um, at Flash, uh, that seems like a, a world away at this point. But, no, uh, it,
0: I'd say uh, Austin Hunter and Drew would be proud. Yeah. Be proud. <laughs> so, but, uh, that, that's awesome. And Guardians of the Galaxy is, an, is a great set to start on, and I love how Heroclix has trained us to almost be like, oh man, I remember playing Warlight, that was awesome. Like, yeah, Warlight was like, five years ago, dude. i like, oh. How does time fly? Um, so you mentioned Iron Man is one of your favorite characters. Uh, so what are some of your favorite figures in the game or even combos of figures that you like to play?
2: Oh, man, I, that's a that's a super long answer uh, <laughs> in, in general, right? Because I, I play a lot of different uh, competitive play, but I also play casual play. Um, so my absolute favorite favorite figure is any of the uh, Iron Man uh, duos. So you had a couple hmm. of Iron Man War Machines, you had the Iron Man Iron Patriot, uh, Avengers Prime. yeah. Uh, so those are all kind of my absolute favorite uh, figures in the game. Um, you know, I, I have a lot of favorite competitive figures, um, but uh, combos, man, uh, it's nearly endless in HeroClix. Especially That's true. Especially with new rules and combining Golden Age stuff, um, you know, uh, I still even for casual play, I just love uh, you know probably any any robot with Justin Seifert is always okay. high on my list. Um, uh, he's he's just a lot of fun.
1: I love him. So you you commented that you like any of the Iron Man duos and you're a big Iron Man fan. I immediately have a visual of that. You're just assembling all of the armors together in that big cinematic intro, but you're also magnetizing a Captain America onto Iron Man's back.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's great. So I I, I do
1: have every
2: Iron Man made in the game, um, and and I actually pull out most of them and put them in an individual box. Ooh. That I've uh, dubbed the Hall of Armor. Very nice. Um, I have absolutely no idea why I did that. I just it doesn't matter what set they're from. All of the Iron Man's go into their own special plano container. That's awesome. I love
0: that. I love. I mean, I love. I mean, I collect every Captain America, so I am really vibing with you, here, man. I think that's awesome. The next question is typically, are you more metal or casual player? I think we can skip this question. <laughs> I, I think we've think we, been over I think that. We know. Yeah. Uh, so he is a two-time world champion, folks. Uh, if you didn't know. And he also has four, he's also made $4,000 more than I ever have made playing HeroClix. So um, if you want to so, say definitively, if you're more meta or casual, you can go ahead and say it.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, it's okay that I'm a, I'm a meta player. Um, I, I thought about that question when you sent it to me. I'm definitely a meta player, but um, we, uh, as a team, uh, learned in a in practice, in a play group, we learned how to have fun. Um, you know, we don't try to take ourselves too seriously and probably over the last year, uh, as far as kind of casual goes, I have learned to appreciate sealed. Awesome. Yep.
1: yep. Sealed is awesome. When, when the set is made right for it, at least.
0: Oh yeah. Uh, all right. So you know, if, if oh, sorry, I may,
1: since we already kind of addressed that, may I pose a different question of my own here? Oh yeah, absolutely. Anything so, you think of. I did not realize that you got in this this recently, as of like Flash and Guardians of the Galaxy. What would you say is your favorite figure made before you started?
2: Oh man! Um, I mean, Avengers Prime would probably be a pretty easy answer there. I think, um, just because I love the sculpt on that thing. Um, yeah. But uh, I'm kind of looking at it. you. Got me thinking about it. I'm looking at my shelf. Um, and I've got, I went out and collected like five or six of the Batman cop cars. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, I'm sure you would.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so,
2: um, you know, I don't know. I I like a lot of the older stuff that had cool sculpts that, you know, we didn't, we don't really get now. Um, you know, we get, we, we, you know, I mean, we get a lot of cool sculpts, no doubt, but there's a lot of nostalgia ones. Like, uh, I'm looking at the old Fenris Wolf. From uh, from my desk here, um, and man, it just looks way better than the new Fenris Wolf, or like the um, the Groot from Hammer of Thor in his old costume, his old comic costume. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of cool ones like that, but I, I would probably just say the easiest answer would be uh, Avengers Prime. That was one of my uh, must that, get must must got figures whenever I started. That playing. That
1: one does look very impressive. I will say that. All right. It's very
0: nice. Awesome. So what is your favorite format to play?
2: Oh, I mean, that that's 300 Modern.
0: I see, i figured, but yeah, I, you, you know, mm-hmm. OK, that's awesome. Yeah, there, there's no use trying to hide that one. I, I do love 300 Modern for sure. Sweet. And the last one is what is your usual venue? So if they want to play against uh, Daniel Powell himself, they can go ahead uh, and try to go to your neck of the woods.
2: Yeah, we uh, we play at um, Big Bang Toys Comics and Games in Owensboro, Kentucky.
0: Awesome. And that is the interview, everybody. Thank you so much for playing along. Now we're going to move on to the news. That is different from normal. If anybody knows what that, what's that, what, blah, blah, I can't even talk. Whatever that's from, if you guys know, please write it in, cause I'll be so impressed.
1: I'm curious what brand keyboard that was. <laughs> uh,
0: it, it was cheap, whatever it was, but uh, it's a cl- it's an oldie, it's a classic. Uh, before we go into the previews, we get five this week for Earth I do want to say uh, I shared it up on the figure Hero Clicks Facebook page, but uh, we got a picture of Scott Cranston. Uh, what am I saying? Scott Porter, a different Scott. Uh, I hate how many Scots there Scott are, <laughs> and how many how many mats there are. Anyways, Scott Porter, the the famous one. No offense, I love you too. Love you, love you, cram company. But uh, Scott Porter posted in the new studio that they just finished recording something, and on the back TV there is a picture of Earth X, the set, Captain America, and uh, Heroplex under it. So that unboxing is coming soon. Do uh, you guys want to say anything about that? I love watching Scott Porter. I love how in-depth he gets. Sometimes I hit a little, you know, skip 10, 15 seconds. You know, if, if I've already read the story, he does like to explain things. Um, but overall, I love I love it as soon as I can get an unboxing out for a set, especially Earth X, which I'm excited for. So, yeah. Uh, there's not much to talk about there, guys, but if you want to say anything, go for it. Uh,
2: Scott has gotten way better at uh, letting the camera focus on the card oh yeah before he uh before he puts it away he used to like do it real quick and everyone was like trying to pause it and take screen caps but now he like puts it up to the camera and is like here you go right i love that
1: (laughs) so i assume he's got he's probably looking at the feedback of the video while he does it so he can make sure that there's a good image before he puts it down
0: oh for sure i i hope so anyways but definitely seems to be true i know he's pretty frequent on the realms and, uh, I love this man. I really can't tell you enough how much I love this guy, that he's, like, just that pumped about Heroclix. Uh, next up, because I'm gonna make everybody wait for the previews, uh, Captain Marvel. We gotta see the box art. Uh, I found it on Cool Stuff. I don't know if it is on, like, Troll Toad or whatever, uh, but I found the box art. I say I found it. I noticed it. Someone else probably found it first. But on the side, first off, the box art looks amazing for this set. Uh, on the side, I for sure see a young Ronin, uh, the Accuser, with his hammer, the, um, judgment stick i don't know what what he calls it in the comics and then like we see a couple of kree and i do not know who these kree are i don't know if you guys know or have anything to say no, about this i
1: have nothing about the kree in fact i'm looking forward to this movie just so that i can learn more about the kree and captain marvel
0: all right sure
2: um i know i don't have no idea who the kree are all, all i know is from the preview is that we went and watched it and uh, went and watched uh, a movie over christmas and uh, I saw on uh, Captain Marvel's uh, fighter jet that the other fighter jet had uh, Monica Photon Rambo on there.
0: Ooh, I like yeah, that.
2: It's, yeah, it's in the preview on the, on the other fighter jet, and uh, that made me lose it. So that make, that me, that me has me excited that there might be another photon in the gravity feed or in the movie. That's awesome. Or, or something I like heard.
0: that. So I, uh, I'm, I'm down. I for sure didn't even notice that. I love it. Uh, we also had a listener comment uh, a picture of her. I, I don't know if this is like a custom he made or if this is an actual picture from the set. But it is Captain Marvel. It might be, like, the Guardians of the Galaxy Captain Marvel. Either way, it's a beautiful custom. If you want to check that out, it's on the pictures. Yeah. uh,
1: As I'm looking at it right now, it's kind of – it is an uncommon, I can see. That's what I'm saying. It's a little bit hard to see what the set symbol is, whether it would be, like, the old Guardians of the Galaxy or if it's the new one. I would bet that it's the new thing. It looks absolutely gorgeous, though.
0: See, the reason it looks absolutely gorgeous is what makes me think it's probably a custom, like, from Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and I don't think there are any uncommon slated for this set. But uh, if the really? figures in the set, I, I don't know. Like Gravity Feed normally has like commons then it jumps to rares. and then Yeah, it the new ones do. Yeah, right.
2: it, it's, a, it's a Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm looking at it right okay. now.
0: Okay. So I'm a better eye Oh, well, that bums me out a bit. I know. But it is a beautiful custom. So thank you. I'm going to mess up your name. But Aldrin Salvador, beautiful custom. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, I really hope the ones in the set look just as good. So, now we're finally getting to, get to previews. Uh the first ones I have on my scroll wheel are uh, Venom Rocket Raccoon and Spider-Woman. So, if you guys want to take that away.
1: Uh Dan, how about you start with the Spider-Woman?
0: Okay.
2: Um doo-doo-doo. Oh, man, so do uh, you want me to just read them out? Uh,
0: uh, yeah, gather? just read, like, her trait, point value, abilities and stuff. Don't, you don't have to, like, say sidestep, precision strike, ESD. You know, like, you don't have to say every single click of her dial. Sure. Yeah, just sure. just give a quick gist, sort of.
2: Yeah, you know? so uh, Spider-Woman is, uh, what, 053B. Uh, she's the super rare prime. Uh, pretty neat. Uh, 80 points, uh, 6 range, single bolt, flight, indom. And her trait is choose a standard power printed on this card that Spider-Woman can't currently use. She can use that power until your next turn. Um, So the dial pretty much stays the same until her last click uh, with a 9, 10, 18, 3. And she's got the Spider-Man ally team ability and the Mystics team ability.
0: Uh, I I love this figure. I I was a huge fan of the Age of Ultron uh, War Machine and using him as a call-in, and he could basically choose any power that was on the back half of his dial. And she has a ton of powers, guys. She has, like, charge and stuff and steel energy. So at any point, if you want outwit, you got it. Prob, you got it. Uh, Pulse Wave, that's right. You guessed it. You got it. Uh, So I really love that. And the fact that she has Indomitable Mystics and she can also copy something, it's just really nice flavor on top of that. The only bummer about this figure is that she's a Super Rare Prime, for me anyways.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to see what her keywords are. I can see Mystical, Armor, Spider-Man, Family, and I'm not getting that other one, that last keyword.
2: I think it's a new one. I think this set's going to have a few new keywords added. Okay. For sure.
1: Is it, like, L-Men? It it looks... I'm not even sure. I'm going to try
0: to zoom. Yeah, it just gets blurred for me. I have no idea. idea. It looks like it starts with an L. That's my best guess.
1: It uh, it is very interesting that for six clicks of life, this character has almost no duplicates of powers. Every every slot has a power on every uh, every section, and the only duplicates are with perplex and probability control. So you've got uh, quick math. Let's see, you've got about 22 different powers that she gets to work with.
0: It's great. Yeah. Uh, another guess downside that I noticed is that she only has toughness. So if you ever want to pick a reducer, like the highest one she can choose is toughness. Albeit, on certain clips, she can have ESD and combo reflexes at the same time. Uh, but defensively, it's a little tight.
1: Well, you can just have her start off because she's got shape change to start and energy shield deflection. Right. Also give her either the stealth or the super senses. Oh, that's <laughs> Good true. luck touching this. All
0: right. I feel you. I can't wait to see, I know there's going to be PD in the set, so I can't wait to see what else there is to copy, Uh, but PD is always good. And is there anything else you
1: guys want to say? Oh, sorry.
0: No, no, I I dig her, and loners is the other keyword. Oh, all
2: right. Lotus? Loners. Loners.
1: Loners. Okay, I have no knowledge of that group.
0: No, me neither. Hmm. All right, you want to kick us with the uh, Venom Rocket Raccoon?
1: yeah yeah why not all right <laughs> so venom rocket raccoon is basically everything that it sounds like he could be uh, the sculpt is absolutely amazing uh it's got keywords of guardians of the galaxy and monster with the traits of alien symbiotes with plasticity shape change automatically breaks away um Call and help from the Venomverse, which seems to be a thing that all of the chases in this set have. It's like the call and help from the Spiderverse, but for Venom. Once per turn for all characters with this trait. Uh, when it hits an opposing character after resolutions, you can roll a d6. On a 3 through 6, place another friendly character whose name includes Venom, adjacent to Venom Rocket Raccoon. And with a third trait, of, I got better stuff in my arsenal when when venom rocket raccoon destroys one or more pieces of blocking terrain after resolutions give him a rampage token it's either i think it's rummage uh give him a rummage token maximum three uh as a free action remove any number of rummage tokens and choose attack damage or range this turn modify the chosen combat value plus one for each token removed and he's already got improved targeting where he busts blocking terrain, improved movement to get through hindering and elevation. So this guy's just going to be shooting through everything, making all of the rubble, and then picking it up to make even more rubble. Uh, starting uh, with an awesome combo of, uh, well, six range double bolt with nine speed hypersonic speed, and then 11, 18, three with precision strike, uh, super senses and outwits. Uh, as he gets hit, he goes into running shot, pulse wave, and enhancement. So he can be on his own or a team player just fine. I think, for me, I just go, why is this the thing that we need? <laughs> why do we need more Venom? To which I can already hear everyone crying out, we need all of the Venom. Give Jonah Jameson the Venom symbiote. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Uh, I mean, um, one. I'm not sure if this guy would actually... Oh, he's 100 points, of course. And I'm not sure if he'd be uh, really competitive-worthy, necessarily, but he is definitely a powerhouse. Anyone that opens him is going to want to play him at some point, if only because of the amazing sculpt, where it's like he's got a gun in each hand and guns on the shoulders.
0: Right. I, uh, I dig him personally... Then again, I have not won any, you know, like anything, honestly, in any meta tournament or competitive thing. I don't. I wouldn't play him. I don't like rock Raccoon. Like he's cool. He's Raccoon. People are gonna get angry that I say Raccoon and not Raccoon, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> I I think he's I think he's fun. I think for a Venom character, it's cool. He has the alien symbiote trait. I like the new call and help from the Venombers. I can really dig that. I feel like maybe if there's just a super insane Venom character. And then you can also put, like, 130 of your builds in a thing. It's a little rough, uh, but I do love the call and help from Venomverse, and maybe bringing him over would cause all sorts of just insane shenanigans with some other Venom chase. I don't know. Uh, it's still a little new. Uh, anything else you guys want to say about it?
2: Yeah, I would I would just say my, my thoughts are, um, in general, with these sets of previews that we're going over, uh, is that even when I do play competitively, um, when I review a figure like this, it's one of those things, all hero clicks should be loved. Yeah. Um, they're all useful. They're all collectible. Um, do I expect to see this fella uh, at the top tables of a, of a competitive tournament? I, I do not. Uh, but will I own him? Absolutely, because I, <laughs> I, I collect, I'm a completionist uh, at heart. Um, and uh, I love it, just what Eric said, the, the guns... The shoulder guns, the more guns. Um, now, the one competitive trick that I do like with this guy and the, the call-in from help is that he can get out there and then uh, call over the Venom Hulk from What If? Uh, okay. Who, who's the one that's got uh, the flurry fly 5 damage at 100 points with, yeah, uh, with Battle Fury? Yeah, so um, I, I dig that. Um, it little fringe uh from a competitive perspective but certainly fun
1: well i noticed another interesting bit about it that on click two he shifts entirely goes from hypersonic speed and outwit and precision strike to having running shot pulse wave super senses on both and enhancement if you push him uh get that hit and then call in help you are pushing onto Enhancement so you can call in some other shooty type and get some more damage out of it. Right. Okay, I can dig it. You guys,
0: you guys are so much more creative than that. I, oh, man. That was good. That was good. I was not honestly expecting that for Rocket Raccoon. All right, so I'm going to move on, if everything's cool with that, to Venom Gwenpool. So I'm going to be honest with you. I love Gwenpool. If, if you haven't noticed, you haven't even you know done anything research about me, Gwenpool's awesome. I love her story. I love her character. I love everything about her. Uh, so I just really can't wait to stop. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. What are what are you doing here? What? I
2: don't know. What I do know is that you're broadcasting this back to the people from my
0: Earth and I want in on it. Okay, so Gwenpool is joining us in the studio today. I'm pretty impressed that she came all the way over apparently from our Earth, my Earth. Anyways, comics get a little complicated, so now that Gwenpool's with us, we can just go ahead and check that's so stupid. But I love what I did, and I won't, I won't take any grief for it. Gwenpool is 100 points. She has, I believe, Monster, and I, I think Assassin. Assassin and Monster? Correct. Yeah. Uh, she has the same alien symbiote trait with plasticity, shape, change, and she automatically breaks away. She has the same call-in help from the Venomverse, which is when someone makes an attack. Uh, when Gwenpool makes an attack, roll, I think, 3 through 6, is that right? And then place another character's yep. Venom in their name adjacent to Gwenpool. Uh, she starts to charge blades. She has no special combat symbols. She does have six range. She uh, yeah, had charge blades, special defense power, and probability control. And her special defense power is lethal protectress. Protect, protector, protectress. Uh, we're working on it. ESD Super Senses, if Venom Gwenpool it has failed a shape change roll this has turn. Not failed. Oh it's not sorry. Has not failed the shape change roll this turn. Uh friendly characters, there isn't friendly characters, can use ESD. So she has shape change super senses and ESD top dial, and she has props, so I absolutely love that about this character. When she loses prop on her second click, for the next three clicks of her life, she has a special damage power, and I think this is awesome. It's uh this is a canon, we can kill anyone. Exploit weakness. At the beginning of your turn, you may you may deal one penetrating damage to an adjacent opposing character, or one unavoidable damage to adjacent friendly character. If you do, heal Venom Gwenpool one click. Uh, what's awesome is you could say use this to get someone off of a banner click. Uh, obviously, she doesn't start the game with this, so it take a few turns. You can obviously just push them. I don't know why I said that. Never mind. Let's let's stop. Let's go back. But uh, instantly doing uh, one penetrating damage. That's great. Uh it's kind of nerf poison, sort of, but it's better poison because it's not any time during the turn, it's the beginning of the turn, but it's also penetrating. Anyways, it's awesome. And if you want if you know a character on your side or on your team has better stats on the next click, go ahead and deal them one unavoidable and you just go for it. I think it's awesome. You can heal her up. Uh obviously if you're on like click three, you can heal her up, get her better defense, get charge, or if you want to stick with flurry, there's all sorts of choices you can choose here. Uh Later in the dial, she has flurry and Steel energy, she also has regen on her last click. When she loses her special damage power, she picks up prob again uh, for 100 points. I think she's awesome. I'm biased against Gwenpool. I think her sculpt is amazing. She has two big venom claws. Then she has the tendrils holding like a rocket, and then one is holding a sword. I I love it. Uh, What do you guys think?
1: Uh, okay, I, I thought Dan would have instant reactions, but um, I do notice you missed a little something. She's got improved movement to go through hindering oh, and elevated terrain. That's right. So you could just imagine doing this on the uh, like the friendly neighborhood, just leap over a house onto her target with the charge. Awesome. <clears throat> but I do notice uh, a couple very interesting things about her. That one, there is no single click where she cannot heal. She's got. Um, steel energy on the last half of her dial, and then on the first half, it's, other than click one, obviously, that uh, thing where she's got the different poison-ish thing that heals her as well. So she's, and regeneration on the last click, she can stick around for a long time, especially if that shape change roll works for her. Um, And I could also see a possibility that maybe you use her like in the back line and sh- for a little bit, and then she'd come in to finish them off because she right. gives ESD to everyone that's next to her. For sure. She, has to, she just has to have not failed a roll, so if she doesn't even make a roll from the one attacking her, it'll totally apply, and she gives her team ESD.
0: Very true. We can block on a fire and put people in front of her and all that good stuff. Uh, Dan, what do you think?
2: Um, I'm probably gonna be a little disappointing here. It just as far as the dial goes, like if I just take away the sculpt, that's really cool, and all this other stuff. Um, I, I typically don't like a character that starts with charge. Okay. Um, that's just uh, that's just my personal preference. I, I I'd rather have sidestep than charge. Um, as far as if compared sidestep charge, you know, hypersonic and running shot charge. Especially a character that has range, right? Um, to start out with. Now, if she had zero range, then sure. But um, you know, I, I like her. I like her for all the reasons you, you guys have said. Um, but dang, I just, I just hate trying to get a charge character into position. Um, and hate's probably a strong word for the game, but uh, it's it's just really difficult, even in sealed, to get a charge character into position unless. And this is where I look at this from a sealed perspective. You got assassin and monster, and there hasn't been a lot of those keywords previewed yet. So, like, even getting, like, an off chance of a a little theme team going um, to help her with charge and sealed. um, Yeah, I don't. uh, I definitely definitely like Rocket Raccoon better.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to offer him as a solution for you because of that call and help from the Venomverse trait you hit with rocket raccoon call in venom gwenpool suddenly she's in position to get that big strike you want
0: yeah
1: In sealed that probably won't happen i'll be yeah, if, sealed if, no if, way <laughs> if we
0: somehow did that playing teams or whatever i would i would love that that'd be some magic <laughs> to pull off to get two chases i'd be fine with it though i don't i believe in magic you know not really i the host IH is not actually believe in like unicorns but anyways uh i i think she's awesome uh is this gonna stop me from using her in any kind of competitive tournament no I'm, I'm gonna try her like once at least before everything else rotates out and some of these other wkos but uh what do you think about that gwen Poole? well uh, good luck with that well you're kind of a downer aren't you all right you you can leave the studio now gwen i i love you oh, but you gotta leave
1: gwen you're a monster you got all sorts of people to help you just call in a doctor that's true right hey uh, so, that, that's quite
0: cool. Uh, If you guys want to talk about Loki, but like Dan wanted to. Yeah,
2: yeah, I'll cover Loki. Uh, oh, yeah. The def- definitely, Loki. Yeah, he's probably my favorite piece previewed so far. Uh, he's got uh, Asgardian, Earth-X, Deity, and Mystical. Uh, eight range, double bolts, uh, split dial of 150 and 125 points. Um. He's got seven clicks at 125 or 150, and then five clicks at 100 and a quarter. Uh, two really massive traits, so here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first trait is free. Roll a D6. The resulting effect lasts until your next turn. Uh, roll a one. Opposing characters modify defense plus one. Uh, two. All characters can use phasing teleport. Three. Each player chooses a character and the chosen character modifies all combat values plus one. Five is generate four blocking terrain markers. Each uh, within you mean the range. four, right? <laughs> oh, four. Sorry, four. Generate four blocking terrain markers, each within range and line of fire. At the beginning of your next turn, remove them. Five, friendly characters modify attack plus one and six. Friendly characters modify all combat values plus one. Whew. And the other trait is, in the minds of mortals, he has traits, uh, traded tra- shape, change, and stealth. And once per turn, when a character of less points within range and line of fire makes an attack, you may re-roll one die of that attack roll.
0: I, uh, I absolutely love that he has that ability, and he also has prob on his 150-point dial. Yep. Like, an 8-range level bolt is awesome. And uh, another thing I really love is that he has the Earth-X keyword, so this confirms that uh, Earth-X Captain America... Uh, they're not doing some weird like Battleworld Regency or like Earth X, you know, Wakanda or something like that. They're just gonna do Earth X for characters with Earth X. That's awesome. I don't know if that Captain America is just gonna die because he's the only one with Earth X or whatever. The only bummer, and this is like this is just for me, uh, is that he doesn't have Indomitability um, Yeah. On uh, on either of his like dials, he just doesn't have it, which is which kind of sucks. But I, I love what he does. I think it's awesome. Yeah, he's he's
2: really he's really good. Um, I, I like him. Uh, especially in sealed, um, probably not so much the one through six die die roll. I mean, that's just going to be super random. That may or may not um, be useful. But the uh, re-rolling one die of the attack roll, um, we haven't had something that cool since um, Felix Faust um and i think dr strange d20 dr strange right. had that on their uh, pink uh, their pink die roll um which uh came into play many times whenever i played those guys um now i don't know if this makes this guy competitive or not uh probably not but um you know he's he's got a good set of powers for 125 um and I, I like the front-loaded sidestep as well um but yeah, that being able to re-roll one die. Um, it also, like, if you roll a two and a one, and uh, your opponent's like, re-roll that two. <laughs> and Or if you roll, like, a six and a one, and you hit, and uh, they're like, re-roll that six, and then you re-roll it into a one, that just feels the worst. Right. So,
1: I think he's fun.
0: I love him. Uh, Eric?
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of... he He's definitely a piece that demands you combo him um because he has no ability he doesn't have movement attack unless you're doing his 125 point where he starts with sidestep and double bolt incapacitate then in itself is actually pretty nice to have stealth uh, traded stealth shape change sidestep and then eight range double bolt in cap it's pretty nice but i'm thinking because you want to use the other part of that trait, where you can re-roll one die of a friend's attack roll that is less points, um, you'd want someone that can carry him, which would be either a flyer or a bigger piece, so that they could just carry it around. Like, when I play with my Colossal Dormammu, I like to carry around Mystical Elf to be a healing battery. Right. Um, I'm just having some trouble figuring out exactly who that would be that would carry it. I'm not finding something that would look right in deity. Uh, probably something in mystical, because that's a really solid keyword in itself. For sure. Yeah. I mean,
2: or or as guardian. Uh,
1: yeah, I just don't know Asgardians too well to say anything on that.
2: Oh yeah, there. I mean, there's a ton of good flyers, or even like uh, title Thor Odinson. Where he can call over an Asgardian with his uh, one of his plot point abilities. It's pretty hmm. neat too. Yeah.
0: All
1: right. For um, sure. guys uh, yeah, are good. What about a weird? This would be very weird. What about Lord Chaos and Master Order?
2: Oh yeah. To um, he can carry them and that diary roll um, makes it to where you can uh, make them crit miss or miss. And give yeah, them a lot they, of tokens. They,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, I'm, that is also nice. But I'm thinking if they hit Lord Chaos Master Order mid-dial, then he gets the dichotomized so that he can mind control three targets. And so hmm. you'd get a free mind control at the start of the turn, and you've got the prob and pseudo extra prob that you've got to help him out so that you'd be able to take all of your opponent's X-Men and make them fight each other. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So I had to look up Lord Chaos Master Order because I've honestly never played against this figure. I was like, I gotta know what these guys are talking about. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and move on to X51, my man, Aaron Stack, the Machine Man. He plays a pretty important role in Earth X. I think they did a pretty swell job of sort of making him this way. He more, more or less, isn't so much the eyes for the Watchman in this one. I said the Watcher. My bad. Uh, as much as he is more of a uh, support figure who kind of turns into a little bit of a beast uh, later dial. So he has one trait to stop the Celestial, oh, he's only 75 points, he's a super rare, his sculpt is awesome, sort of, sort of see-through and you can sort of see the uh, uh, machinations inside of him, which is cool. Uh, he has trait, uh, whenever an opposing character with the Big Fist or Tombstone, if you're one of those people, or the Power Cosmic Tim ability, he makes an attack, uh, you may roll d6, on a 2 through 5, modify its attack value by negative 1. On a 6, modify its attack value by negative 2. Really sweet. It uh, doesn't say within range of line of fire. It just says when an opposing character does it, so I assume this is a map-wide effect. Uh, this can mm-hmm. help if there's someone who's always playing, uh, you know, uh, very popular always is Colossal Retaliation. Like whales. Right, whales, sure. Uh, Colossal Retaliation. I say sure, but they did just win a world thing, so I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, so, yeah, and that's cool for Colossal Retaliation. Whales, if you know you're going to be playing against... Like you're doing a uh, like a boss battle, some people do, and you know it's going to be Galactus. Or even if it's not Galactus, it still works with the Big Fist symbol. So this guy's awesome for only 75 points. Uh, top dial, he is phasing, he has vulnerability, he has three clicks of support. Uh, once he loses phasing, the other six clicks of his dial, it is, it is all stealth with six movements. He goes into some toughness for the rest of the dial. He does have a stop click on click four, which is stop toughness, pretty simple stuff. And from every other click since then, he gets a penetrating second blast and a special damage power. He starts at 12 attack on that click 4 with pen blast and only moves down to an 11, the last other two clicks. Has an 18 defense throughout all that bottom half of his dial. His damage power is power, talisman, team ability, range value 8, perplex, prob. Uh, sorry perplex outwit Probability control so he becomes really really good once you hit that stop click he all of a sudden can't be outwitted he still only has toughness and only has an 18 defense but perplex prop and outwit is pretty sweet especially for 75 points all of a sudden he's shooting eight squares away from stealth and uh, doing three damage or four damage I would I would perplex up my damage value then again I've missed so many attacks it's not even funny so, I, I mean, I love, I love this guy. X51, he's my man. This is another super rare. Didn't show us a lot of super rares, and he's another super rare I got to get. I'm probably going to collect the whole set now, honestly, for how much stuff I'm liking. Uh, for 75 points, I might try to make this guy work on a couple of teams. I know I'm sort of, you know, tinkering around here. Uh, what do you guys think about X51? Well,
1: uh, I, I'm trying to figure out exactly what the ideal strategy would be for this guy. He's starting with 11 attack and support, which is definitely nice. Um, I don't know if you'd necessarily want to push him onto that uh, click 4 stop click. He's got the 12 attack pensai and all the good support powers, perplex, outwit, and prob, range 8 power cosmic. That's a really good click to have, but I wouldn't necessarily strategize it. If you do, the prime Thanos would be a solid one to do it with. Because if he gets next to someone, then Thanos can just take a health out of him and push him closer right. to it. But he probably would be best as like a hyper healer more. That you get him to your pieces and you just voluntarily push him to heal him. And eventually he will just get there, but he'll be productive in healing your team as he does it. For sure. Uh, damn. Yeah, I mean,
2: I I definitely like that. Um, You know, unfortunately, for competitive at 75 points, uh, like, he just goes straight to facing against Lockjaw with the cosmic keyword. Right. Um, So, like, the poor guy loses. Mm -hmm. Um, And then as far as playing him, like, otherwise, like, I look far ahead when I collect this stuff. Like, this guy will probably be cheap when he comes out. Um, But this guy will stay legal through probably 2021. Um which will be either uh, after green arrow from elseworlds retires because um, this guy's pretty much not playable with this stop click until green arrow retires uh, mm. but this but this guy is kind of like long range for all of those reasons you just said eric um he'll be good for competitive probably after green arrow retires so get him now put him in your box and uh, uh play casual with him until uh a couple of years from now.
1: Awesome. Now, suddenly it occurs to me, Calder, I think I remember you saying that you played a kind of anti-Perplex team. No, I'm thinking of the... I'm thinking of the H.C. Uh, <laughs> uh, Realms podcast, but he could be useful in an anti-Perplex team just because there's a lot of Colossals out there and a good amount of Power Cosmic at the same time.
0: All right, for sure. Uh, so now we're going to be moving on... Too bad, Sam. Uh, that's all you guys want to say about oh previews. That's pretty much, uh, pretty much it. I had uh, Daniel go ahead and pull up a one through twenty random number generator. Eric is is your bad Samaritan for this week. He is choosing all the figures that me and Dan have to guess. Uh, Eric, did you want to do the intro music, or like I? Because I honestly I got nothing. I, I'm sorry, oh, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I feel bad. You,
1: you wanted me to give intro music for the whole podcast. I. Uh, I linked you to it. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, my bad. Nope, I
0: just uh, – just this. If you want to, like, play that, that works too for the intro to Bad Samaritan. I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm I, so glad we got signed out, folks. Thank you for uh, sticking with us here.
1: <laughs> if you want to just click the link in my message and you print it up because I uh, – I, I'd have to load it up. It would take a while. Oh, I got gotcha. you.
0: I feel you. So while I do this, I'm going to explain the rules to Bad Samaritan really quick for everybody. Uh, Eric chooses three figures that we all have to guess. He will give us one clue each round based on the random number generator that Daniel has. Uh, there are a ton of, of these. It's like set, set number. There are free plays. I have the list of clues. Daniel has a random generator and Eric has the figures, so there's no collusion. HC Realms is not allowed. I kind of assumed everybody kind of knew that. And of course, if once we get the clue, you can go ahead and pause the podcast if you want to formulate your own guess or answer without me or Daniel uh, messing me up and then see if you're right. If you are awesome, obviously, I can't tell if you're right because you can just listen to the whole podcast, guys. I'm sorry that uh, I hate playing up game and uh, you definitely hate me if All you want.
1: I got I got the intro on my phone now. Might be a little loud, but I got it.
0: All right, let's do it up. Did awesome. I blow out your eardrums? No, no, it sounded good to me. All right, <laughs> All so, right. Dan, you want to hit us with the mystery number for the first clue? All right, our first clue would be clue number eight. And then I didn't get my notes pulled up. haha <laughs> ha Bad Samaritan, clue number eight is improved movement or targeting.
1: Improved movement or targeting. This figure has none of that.
0: Awesome. I, uh, I love that. I'm just gonna throw out a guess and say Iron Fist. You got Iron Fist? That's my that's my guess. Uh, Dan? Uh, Alex Wilder.
1: <laughs> All right, locked in for Alex Wilder. Uh, gotta get my own pseudo soundboard ready. So here's where we got.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, Daniel has the second clue. Ten. Ten. Ten is name of special power.
1: Uh just the name of the special power, I don't tell you what it does.
0: You not tell us what it does, just the name. Alright. I
1: think it's I think you're probably gonna get it on that anyway. The special uh special power is your gem is a pale imitation of the real thing like you. Uh is
0: this Thanos is my guess.
1: Okay. Calder's locked in with Thanos. Oh, man. Um, yeah,
2: I think I'm going to have to go with Thanos, too. I, I don't think that that's right, actually, but I'll, I'll go with
0: Thanos for now.
1: Well, you guys, you have an extra guess. So just that is talk true. Yeah, whatever. if you just want
0: to guess, like, Maxim uh, or Drax, like, in or something like that. Yeah, right?
2: no, that's what I was thinking, is, like, one of the ones from AI. Um, yeah, so I'll go with uh, Gamora. Uh, all
1: right. Hmm, all right.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, no. Yeah, that, that's a good guess, talking about gems and imitation gems, but no, it is not Thanos.
0: Okay, I want to hit us that third and final clue. I'm not, I'm not feeling super confident now. I'm <sighs> not either. It, it's 11. 11. 11 is name of trait. There are no traits. <sighs> no traits. Well, all the gems were traits on on the Avengers Infinity characters, so then I guess it's not them. It's a pale imitation. It, it could be the Thanos duplicate, maybe. Uh,
2: that is true. Oh. You know... I think, I think you're right, Calder. I think it is the Thanos duplicate. All right, so that's for sure my answer. I want to go with that just because if it, if I don't want to be wrong,
1: <laughs> I, okay. I, either I'm going to either I'm going to be wrong or wrong. You, you are just that confident about it that you're going yeah. to both guess the Thanos duplicate. Yeah, yeah, I guess let's do it. All right. <laughs> yeah, buddy, we so did it. I ours. A little bit concerned as to whether it would count, but if I asked the rules on it, it would kind of give it away. But yeah, Thanos duplicate, I <laughs> I just felt I don't know, if you got the named keyword or the special power, you just have it. Right, that's but for sure. Otherwise, it's a pretty basic thing. I just love that thing at the twenty-five point value. It's just a godsend
0: all right awesome
1: he's great filler
0: then we are ready to move on to the second one i'm still gonna count that as like a point like a half point for daniel since i said that first just just because oh you both
1: got a point you both got okay all right i figure how
0: it's fair enough all right we'll (laughs) we'll say two points we'll say two points okay uh dan second figure hit us with that first clue uh three three is set
1: All right, the set is from Batman, the animated series. Okay. There's
0: a couple of figures in that set. I guess I'm going to (laughs) throw out uh,
1: Penguin. Okay, fair guess. I'll go with Batman. Because always a Batman, right? Right, it's always Batman. That's true. Three penguins and seven Batman or so. Alright, so we got Penguin and Batman? Yep. Alright, result is.
0: Okay. Hmm. Alright, you want to use that second clue, Dan?
1: 17.
0: 17 is awesome because 17 is a free play, so we can choose oh, anything. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, we already <laughs> got just gonna set, it then. which is a huge help. Uh, we can choose yep. team ability, point value, set number, rarity. Named or generic keyword, improved movement or targeting, range number of bolts, special power, uh, name of trait, uh, any combat symbols, opening uh, move, attack, defense, or damage power. So those are, like, all the ones we can choose. Well, I'm going to let you have uh, first choice here, Dan. Oh, man.
2: Um, Dan's going to crush this. (laughs) No, because there's so many things. I don't want to go with trait because it's, like, there's stuff in here that's just bland. Um, So I'll I'll go
1: with rarity. Okay. Uh yeah, there's a fair amount of shared traits in the set, aren't there? Yeah. Uh, rarity, we have uncommon.
0: An uncommon Batman: The Animated Series. All right. Hmm. So do you get a do you get a, a
2: free pass too, or is it just one? Oh free no, pass it's just that
0: we we choose the one clue. So uh yeah, so that's like a free pass for both of us. We just choose the one clue. Okay. Yeah. All right. That would be super nuts if you each uh, got. Dude, one. That'd be great if we could like get an extra one, but I didn't write the rules, so we're gone. I'm trying to think of like an uncommon because I did not play much of this set. Oh,
1: oh you know what? What do you oh, thinking? You guys, I know oh. you're not much of a DC guy either. Hey, don't...
2: I, I, I'm, I'm personally not, but there is an uncommon. Okay, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna try this one. Um, I'll put my guess in first. I'm gonna go with uh, Kaido Kin. That's a good
0: one. Okay. Uh, I know for sure there's an uncommon Mr. Freeze. That's that's just my
1: guess. (laughs) Picking like eliminating as many figures as possible, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. And the so we had a uh, Kaito Ken and the uh, Mr. Freeze. All right, that's a rough one,
0: uh, Dan. You want to hit us that? It's our third and final clue.
2: Yeah, I mean, because there's there's an uncommon Batman and an uncommon like who did Pen- you say, Penguin? I said Penguin I like, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you, man, you we got that like, We've eliminated a,
1: them a lot. Uh, nine. All
0: right, number nine is range and number of bolts. Uh,
1: well, uh, this character just wants to punch you. Got no range, no bolts. Hmm. Okay. Well, one bolt, as everyone has. Right,
0: right. This is uh, this is
1: tough.
2: Yeah, I mean, because there's a bunch of them there, Calder. I know that, like... Um, I know Maxi Zeus was not an uncommon and has range. Um, the Robin or the J-Man may hmm. not...
1: I'm actually be... counting up how many figures in the set match these criteria right now.
2: Yeah, there's probably yes. Yeah.
1: I get to do that. And there was also uh, there's there was a bunch of uncommons cuz uh, you know we've
2: played we've tested a lot of figures out of that set so uh, oddly I know a lot of them. Um, like the poison ivy. Oh man. Uh, you you lock in your guess first Calder, cuz I'm, I'm still thinking.
1: I I You know what? Now there, that you said I'll jamming? give you All right. I'll give you this tip there are 4 uh, wait. Uh, no, five characters, because I didn't count my own thing. Five characters in the uncommon slot with no range.
0: All right, Nah. Uh, you know, you said J-Man. That made me think. Uh, he's kind of an odd choice. So you know, he might be like the one where it's kind of like, ah, I see you guys forgot about J-Man. So I, uh, I think I'll lock lock J-Man down.
1: I think I think I'll go with Roland Daggett. All right. Okay. We have uh, J-Man and Roland Daggett, and the result is. Uh, All right. What we got this time was the clock cane, and I almost gave it away as I talked about Kaito Ken because I had a little cut, and it was like, oh, did I just give him the solution? Man, that's uh.
0: Well, I'm just gonna blame Scott Cranston for that one. That's that's not my fault.
1: Yeah, clocking. if you guys had chosen the trait, you absolutely would have gotten it. Ah, that got, yeah. would have gotten it, yeah. And I would have a special voice. Your time is coming to an end, Mr. Mayor. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> <I> <laughs> if you're being lost, uh. I may as well go geeky on it. Right,
0: for sure. Man, clocking. All right, all right. Okay, so we're, we're at one and one and zero. So we got one. Eric's got one. This will be the tiebreaker. So you want to hit us that first clue, Dan? Yep. It is... Four. Four. Number four is set number. Just the uh, set number, not the set or anything, just the set number.
1: So that would be number 29.
0: Okay. So uncommon, probably.
2: Uh, it depends. That could be the first, like, rare in some yeah. of
0: the 15th anniversary sets. That's right. Oh, that's you a tough one. going to
1: bring up the... Uh, a set for my own reference here.
2: Oh, man. Oh, I know, like... I know, I know like, 28 or something. 27, 28 is, like, uncommon Jubilee from X-Men. So I'll just go with Jubilee, because I have no idea otherwise.
0: Okay, um, we got a Jubilee. I, I suppose I'll keep it the same. I'll, like, I'll say, like, Skin, I suppose.
1: And Skin. Alright. Jubilee and Skin... Bring us. Okay. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Danny, you wanna hit that second, uh, second clue? Uh,
1: number nine. Number nine is uh, range and number of bolts. Okay. Well, it might tell you something. It is seven one bolt. Seven range on comp. Okay.
0: Seven range. Hmm.
2: Bad
1: Sam is such a hard game to play. So <laughs> I'll just, I'll just well, be honest with you. <laughs> I mean, this would be perfect for you because you're competitive. You got to know all these different figures to know what's good.
2: No, I mean, when I see a figure across from the table from me, it's uh, I can look at the card and the dial. Right. I don't have to quite worry about it. Oh man, um, I. I
0: don't, you, I don't know, I have no idea, Calder. You uh, know, there's a lot of Iron Men and a lot of Uncommon's and Commons, and I feel like it might be that, that Spider Iron Man, but he was still just called Iron Man, cause I knew he had seven range, I knew it was an Uncommon. Uh, I don't know if he's called, I'm pretty sure he's called Iron Man. Yeah, so,
2: I, I do know that the Spider Island Iron Man is just called
0: right. Iron Man. So I, I, I do, I do that, know that. Not specifically him, I'm pretty sure it's him, but my guess is just Iron Man, so that'll cover, like, all the Iron Men, at least. Okay. God uh, damn.
2: Uh, oh, man, you're still. I still have no idea. I'll just. It's rough, yeah. It is really rough. I'll, uh. Punisher.
1: Punisher. Okay. Uh. Trying to find the button for my Dane switchboard. All right. <laughs> so we had an Iron Man and a Punisher, which gives us.
0: Oh, All right. Yeah. All right. breaking gonna to, break to us. That's rough. All right. Who was it? Oh, that was that three. I think that, that was, was just was our the, second clip. Yeah. We just got set. Oh we just right. Got oh right. Set. Oh shoot. We just yeah, got set. We get one. Man, I was ready to throw in the towel. What am I doing here? All right. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, give, us, yeah, give us another clue. Wow. Uh, number
1: number one. Okay. Number one is uh, team ability. Oh, lovely. There are no team abilities here. Oh, man. Oh. I'll, I'll toss a pity hint. This has nothing to do with Star Trek because I don't know any of the Star Trek stuff, and I wouldn't do that to you. Oh,
0: that's true. Star Trek is a modern set, so at least now it's not from Star Trek. An uncommon... Oh. Seven range, one bolt, no team ability.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> oh, this one's rough. Uh, I'll just, um, you know, what was his name? Um, oh gosh, what was his name? I'm running out of characters to think about. <laughs> uh, I'll just go with the Green Lantern. I think the, right, I think okay. the El, I think the
0: Elseworlds Green Lantern was twenty nine. I think. All right. Man, now I'm thinking. No team ability, seven range, one bolts, and uncommon. Oh. Ah, oh, this is so rough. I don't want to create a bunch of dead air, but I'm also just like my brain is on fire right now, so. You don't want to lose. <laughs> I don't want to lose. I really don't want to lose. Uh, I, I think Star-Lord had, uh, had, like, six range, though. Otherwise, that, w- that would have been my guess, because I know he doesn't have team ability. I don't think he had seven.
2: But we haven't got a Star-Lord at
0: 29. <sighs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I've been to Infinity Star-Lord. I don't remember if he was, like, on Kalman or uncommon or if he was 29 or not. But uh, uh, probably not him. <sighs> seven range. Uh, you know what? No, he'd have a shield team ability. He can't do that. Um... I hate I and on so
1: much yeah I don't I'm sorry, I don't think you're gonna get this one. I uh, love the figure, but the, I don't think you're gonna get it
0: just because there were a few uncommons in
1: this set i'm
0: gonna I'm gonna guess Thor
1: so we got Thor and Dan what was your guess um Uh, I went with Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Okay. All right. So far, we've had an Iron Man, Green Lantern, Thor. We've covered a lot of big names, all of which are... And you guys actually kind of hurt yourselves. As soon as you heard 29, you were thinking uncommon. This is a super rare from the second Ninja Turtles set, Renee Tilly.
0: Wow. Oh, wow. Okay.
1: Ugh. That's rough. That's <laughs> So gross. I I uh, also when I made this, I made a theme for this since this is the first podcast of the new year. These are all time related characters. Got the Thanos duplicate that is just a time duplicate like what the CW Flash does, Clock Kane, who's all about manipulating time and Renee Tilly who's got that scepter from the third movie and is just a straight up time traveler.
0: All right, that's awesome. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, I could have, I could have sat
2: here
1: for the next two
2: hours and never came up with Renee Tilly
1: Yeah, I absolutely love her because on clicks two and four, you get probability control for the whole map. She can just sit and back and give you prob for fifty five points.
2: Yeah, and I've played against her quite a bit. I mean, and uh, the thing is, everybody uses her for transportability. Yeah, that's how you
1: start, certainly.
2: And, yeah, and very rarely do folks uh, actually play her with her seven range. I, I've seen it happen now that you now that I've said her thinking about it, but uh, most of the time she's just uh, carrying up a Sam cap. It's um, five clicks to KO her, and that's about it.
0: Go ahead. The community section, there are dozens of us, dozens. Yeah, I didn't get a sound clip for that, guys. You're welcome. Anyways, the dialogue for your Clicks community question was uh, what is your best guess on what the ultra chase will be in Earth X? Do uh, you guys want to go ahead and give me your answers or what you think it'll be?
1: Yeah, I just I just realized I accidentally closed the tab of Title H for that to get the community responses. So while I load that up, why don't Dan get us started? Um, so the
2: my guess was going to be the X51 that we saw previewed. Um, so I'm just going to totally go with a uh, meta want. And uh, that's uh, so. Black Bolt led a team of Eternals um, into battle at some point during uh, Earth X or Paradise X, one of the two. Uh, right. So I'm just hoping for an Eternal with a Top Dial Mastermind or Top Dial uh, Outwit. I'll, I'll take either.
0: Just to make you mind all the more, all the more sweeter. That's all. You know, that's that's a sweet pick. I uh, I for sure like I want. We just got X51. We just talked about him as a preview. And he was more of the rebelling against the Watcher later story. I would love a um, either the Watcher as the Ultra Chase and, like, he can't see, he's blind, or whatever, who spits out, like, an X-51 Pog, or, like, X-51, who is watching, you know, what the Watcher can't see and kind of does, like, some crazy live, line of fire tricks or whatever he can do would just be really fun. And then maybe he could spit out a Watcher Pog something like that. Either way, I'd, I'd like those two. The Watcher is much bigger, and the Deadpool chase was, like, the biggest thing, I'm pretty sure, in the Deadpool set, besides maybe, like, maybe She-Claw or Colossus so for sure I think either of those would be an awesome like ultra chase, especially for Earth-X Eric
1: Yeah, I don't know anything about the Earth-X story but um, if I were to pick, I just pulled up a Wikipedia article on it and if I were to guess based on the various names listed in here, if there weren't this whole Avengers-X-Men split, I would say Cerebro because right. Cerebro's apparently like a living entity, and that would be cool as an ultra chase. But I think more likely, because um, uh, we've had clicks of absorbing man, I would say Comet Man. Ooh, okay. Comet Man or uh, Benny Beckley.
0: Nice. Uh, I'll go ahead and. Read off the first one on Twitter. It comes from Bonsai Tree and Bud. I feel like I should read the story, so I have a real answer to this. Okay, that's not really an answer. Sorry. We're going to move on. The <laughs> second answer on Twitter yep. is uh, pretty sure Citizen, Little Plastic Superheroes, if I'm wrong. Give me some hate mail. He said Utah, The Watcher. Uh, so, Eric, you want
1: to hit me with the first one on Facebook? Well, my first one, uh, I obviously don't have the ranks for everyone, so I apologize. <laughs> Um, first one I see sorted by the newest first, um, would be, uh, from J.R. Smith it says, let's see. It'll probably be a venomized popular or fan favorite character. I vote for squirrel girl. That's just flat out funny. But my legitimate guess is miles morales venom. Wow. I, I would, I would like to see that, but I honestly don't think so. Just because the chase theme is venom's. So the ultra chase would be its own thing.
0: If they made a Venom Squirrel Girl who popped out little Venom squirrels, uh, they just got all my money because I would have to get that chase, just period. Oh man,
1: Whew,
0: I'm sweating thinking about it. That's awesome. That,
1: that's, I mean, we already like, that's have s- that big old we already have that big old Carnage that makes lots of little mini Carnages right but, like that. But Squirrel
0: Girl. That's all I'm just saying. Squirrel Girl, she's my gal. I love her. Uh, next up on Twitter is Michael Fedor. Uh, Venomized Captain Marvel, most likely, or Venomized Thor, given how much they've been pushing him lately, hoping for a Lightbringer hammer. There is already Venomized Thor. Someone did kind of mention that, but uh, Venom Captain Marvel would be pretty sweet. I
2: can, I can just go ahead and say that I hope none of them are Venom.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: Just please no. Uh, I'm right.
1: seeing a lot of Venom on my list here. Yeah. There, there is a lot of Venom.
0: I just because everybody's kind of thinking with that. Yeah. Eric, uh, second one up oh, on Facebook. Okay, yeah. it's on to me. Well, yeah, keep them rolling.
1: My, my second one's from Malcolm Rush, who didn't give me uh, much of an answer, just a Marvel comic book character, Lull. So I'll just go down to uh, Jesse Coté, Venom Doom.
0: Ooh, which, oh, again, you yeah, get my that, money. Is that, is that even a be... thing? Is that an actual thing? He might have been on a comic cover, maybe, right? Like most of these are comic covers. I don't know if Doom has has a Venom version, though. Malcolm is probably right, though. It probably is a Marvel comic character. He's, uh... I guess he got it right this week.
1: Uh, Mr. I, Clicks... <laughs> uh, I he, would be all for a uh, uh, Doctor Doom of some sort as an ultra chase, just for the uh, Marvel vs. Capcom reference with uh, hidden missiles.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that'd be so sweet. That would look, oh, that'd be a beautiful sculpt, him just pointing and all the missiles coming from... Ah, oh, that'd be awesome. Uh, Mr. Clicks Flicks... Citizen Mr. Clicks Flicks said on Twitter, one above all... I don't know who that is, but it sounds cool. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, it's,
2: yeah. essentially, it's essentially... It's a, I think that's like essentially like Stan Lee, basically.
1: Oh, if that is same, Okay. Oh, we got a couple okay. of those, then. That makes sense. I, yeah, we do have a Stanley, but I would appreciate this... I don't know. I don't think enough time has passed since his death for Stanley to appear as an Ultra Chase here.
0: Right. This set was made way however many... a year or so ago in advance or whatever, you know? Right. So... There, there's no way to know. Uh, do you want to just like keep going back and forth if, they, if we don't have a time to Oh, discussion? okay. I thought yeah. Dan
1: hit something for a moment. All right. Oh, so it's back right. to me. Uh, Tyler Murren says A Venom Twinkie Spider Man or Ant Man? Any Pim Tech related character? Um, the word choice is weird because when I hear Twinkie Spider Man, I don't have the image I think you want me to have. I,
0: I think it's like the uh, – like you used to do like the fruit pie cake things in comics. So it must be like – Oh, you're making it worse. So it's got to be like Spider-Man as a Twinkie ad. It's like a Twinkie ad Spider-Man eat the oh, Twinkie. Okay. That's interesting. You're
1: talking about like Hostess Twinkies. Yeah,
0: Hostess Twinkies for sure. Like uh, Zombieland. I need my Twinkies. The, uh, that was the best subplot of that entire movie. It's us Twinkies, man. Uh, loyal, loyal Miller uh, went ahead and said, "I feel like Stan Lee would just be right." Uh, we already kind of discussed. We don't know if that that's plausible, but thank you for your answer. Uh, next one on of Facebook,
1: uh, Aries Edge has a jokey answer of Venom Batman.
0: Uh, I would give you a million dollars if it was Venom Batman. Money I don't have if it's Venom Batman. Uh, Chris Kurtz went ahead and said, "I'm thinking Venom Groot, man." Too many Groots. Yeah, too many groups. Thor Groots. Yeah. Old Groots, new groups, generic Groots.
2: What kind of Groot did they say?
0: said a Venom Groot. Uh, I
2: thought we got
0: a Venom Groot. Did we?
2: No. No, no we,
1: we have a Venom Thor. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Right. Like Thor. Right. Yeah. Uh, so on Facebook, Jeff Pollier gives an old, fat, useless, clueless Wolverine.
0: I can I can take it, sure.
2: Yeah. If yeah we... Apparently, uh, apparently Wolverine uh, gets intoxicated and gains weight um, in, in Earth
0: X. That's that is hilarious. All right. He
1: and Spider-Man could form a support group. They <laughs> uh,
0: ben Jones says for the Ultra Chase, I would like to see Silver Surfer and Shala Ball sculpt. It's uh, been a while since we've seen a Surfer. Other than that, I would love Marvel, which would be cool to see him all university like the AI chases. Any kind of had a picture that had Shala Ball, Shala Ball or Ball in it. So that's pretty cool. Uh,
1: Peter Zachary says given that it's a Venomverse themed chase set, ideally, and based on the history of the story. As much as I want Dr. Doom back into clicks, I don't think we'll get that wish. So I'm hoping the year of Thanos continues with a venomized slash poisoned Thanos.
0: Ooh, geez. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Uh, Karate Pickle Ostrich said, Invisible Woman. I'd love to get a, a Ultra Chase that's just a puck, and it's Invisible Woman. That would be hilarious.
1: Uh, that would be the wrong kind of hilarious. That would be trolling us really hard. I, I made a... Right comment on the realms at some point where we're talking about like sculpt reuse being the things like sculpt reuse is such as not even cutting it anymore we're going to have a fantastic four themed set but they're all going to be led by the invisible woman but here's the thing she's going to be protecting everyone and making them invisible so there's going to be no sculpts on any of the things because invisible woman is shielding them all
0: that'd be a heck of a troll if they did something like that that'd be insane Ah. Uh.
1: All right. Uh, David Colin gave uh, animated GIF of a cat watching a TV with an old, I'm guessing, 70s Doctor Doom in a limo or some kind of vehicle.
0: I would take the uh, old Fantastic Four Doctor Doom any day. Doctor yeah. Doom's a really popular choice. Uh, I don't know if he'll, he'll happen, but probably not, but it'd be cool. Uh, next up is Porcupine Spaceship Grenade. I'm hoping for Venom. Okay.
1: Uh, Chris Cooper has given us a baby Captain Marvel.
0: I'm unaware that that's a thing yep. in comics.
1: Blindside's huh. me. Interesting.
0: Uh, awesome Dad. One had said, it's going to be Venom May Parker.
1: <laughs> well, I'll skip ahead a little, uh, little bit. Say, Wait, you did, who do you say said that?
0: Uh, awesome Dad. Uh, that's what his name is on Twitter, anyways.
1: Okay. Jeff Farrow is praying for May Parker Venom. Oh, nice.
0: Uh, collectible, citizen collectible, pretty sure, said a celestial egg object. Now that would be kind of neat, making me ultra chase an object. Uh, this is the first time they would ever like have an object that, take its that own would slot. Be interesting. Um, bold move cotton for thinking it can be an object as like taking a character slot. I don't think they do that, but it would be, it would be really interesting. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. got the, uh, the old crank going there a little bit.
1: Uh, Joseph Palomino is suggesting Blind Uatu the Watcher. Thank you.
0: Thank you for saying that, (laughs) bud. I'm with you, bud. All the way.
1: I'm just getting flashbacks of magic uh, because they had, like, the main planeswalker guy of magic for a long time was, uh, I think his name was Urza, and there was some time when he was just, like, hiding in plain sight as a blind seer, and that got made into a card. Huh. Well, I
0: don't know anything about magic, but that sounds pretty funny. All right, what's up? Uh, oh, it's my What am I saying here? Uh, Doctor Doom, Space Monkey said, and uh, that's our final
1: answer on Twitter. So uh, okay, I got several more on Facebook, but they're all pretty simple. Uh, Paul Groth is suggesting Eddie Brock. Uh, <laughs> David Herberger It's a reprint of A Unicorn Riding Deadpool. Oh, A Unicorn Riding Deadpool. Not Deadpool <laughs> riding a unicorn, but A Unicorn Riding Deadpool.
0: I'd be okay with that. That'd be hilarious.
1: <laughs> I-, I think Disney might have a little something to say on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, Matthew Armour suggests Land of the Dead Doctor Strange.
0: Ooh, Nice.
1: Uh, Tim Sereh Another G.D. Spider-Man. I don't know what the G.D. is supposed to be.
0: Gosh darn,
1: I'd assume. Oh, no.
0: <laughs> oh right, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah very a very, very polite words. <laughs> very polite words, I assume. I'm,
1: I'm just that clean. I don't even know the censored profanity. Yeah, buddy. Uh, John Arillo suggests Machine Man, a.k.a. X-51, a.k.a. Aaron Stack. I have good news for you, John. <laughs> we got at least one of them, and he's easier
0: to get that's pretty cool
1: and tj hamilton is suggesting god doom Ooh. you know i'm optimistic that we're getting a part two for secret wars battle for secret wars once the uh, disney fox merger is official official i think that's supposed to happen in april what right. i heard and if there's a part two of this secret wars you are absolutely guaranteed to have a god emperor doom
0: Ah, oh, for sure, dude. I would uh, I would love Part 2. I love Secret Wars. I've played a ton of Battle Royales. Um, teams, all sealed, all sorts of stuff. I love Secret Wars, like, as a set. I didn't love every figure in it, but I just love playing it as a set, so I, I for sure want another Secret Wars set. They can do it. And there's plenty of figures that they could choose to still make.
1: Yeah, yeah. As I enjoyed Secret Wars sealed, except when the super rare Thanos came in. Because he was basically unstoppable and sealed. He's rough. He's rough. Uh, is that all your answers on Facebook? That's that's it for Facebook. All right, so that is
0: community, everybody. Thank you guys so much. And also with that, that is kind of the end of the podcast. I want to thank Eric and Dan for coming on. If you guys have any shout outs or plugs or whatever you guys want to do, go ahead and throw throw them out now.
1: Dan, you got something?
2: Yeah, I do. Uh, yeah, so uh, I pre-counter. Thank you for having me on uh, Dial H, and uh, we appreciate having you guys uh, uh, as a podcast as well. I've listened to you guys for a long time. It was the first one I ever listened to. Um, I myself host a podcast called Clickstuff. Uh We are facebook.com forward slash clickstoff, and we are on Podbean, Twitch, YouTube, and SoundCloud.
0: Awesome. Eric?
1: Well, I'm hoping that i can just start a new segment for you guys that i'd email to you but i want to put out like uh, scenarios i had come up with one recently uh based on my personal shooter of choice paladins um it would be 500 points and you can do whatever age you feel like doing it would require the following figures you'd have one quote-unquote tank that must have either invincible impervious or at least 10 health, or the ability to reach 19 defense on close attacks without assistance. This would be the guy that just gets in and takes one for the team. Um, One damage, someone who must be able to deal at least four damage without assistance, excluding super strength. One support, someone capable of healing other figures. Uh, Doesn't necessarily have to be the support power, but it could be anything that heals someone else. One flank, just someone with stealth or hypersonic speed, 100 points or less. Someone that's basically able to get in the finishing blows, but isn't meant to be the damage dealer. And one more figure that fits any of those categories.
0: Okay, awesome. Uh, I can totally think that.
1: That'll be an interesting scenario you guys can try out, and hopefully I can email you guys other interesting scenarios to play out in later weeks.
0: Alright, and just to finish this off, I want to remind you guys, uh, Dallas cooks, we have a Patreon, if you think you we give you value in your life, go ahead, give us a buck or two up there, it's your money, I'm not going to tell you how to spend it, we also have a Redbubble store, so if you want like merch for your money, go ahead and check that out, once again, it's your money, I'm not going to tell you how to spend it, so uh, do whatever you want, my man, it's free country, if you live in America, that is, and that's all I'm going to stop there, anyways, uh, as always, Dollar Tree of Clicks is brought to you by CoolStuffInc.com. You can find cool stuff in stock every day, including all the latest HeroClicks singles and sealed products. Check them out at CoolStuffInc.com. Everybody, happy
1: trails. Sayonara. See ya.